superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Rich Eisen Show. From a team perspective also, um, it's better to have volunteers as opposed to hostages. Does he come up with these? I That's what I really want to know. I love Mike Thomas. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Is this happening? The Atlanta Braves are world champions. Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport, Rams general manager Les Snead, Fox NFL analyst Mark Sanchez. Coming up, Pro Football Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson. Plus your phone calls and more. And now, it's... It's Rich Eisen. I mean, what a day. Hour three here on the Rich Eisen Show. We uh, we just had quite a bit going on right here uh, in the last hour, as a matter of fact. We had Les Snead, the general manager of the Los Angeles Rams, who pulled off that trade for Von Miller. He walked us through how he pulled off that trade, why he pulled off that trade. He did say that he's willing to talk about it in the next couple of days after onboarding Von, start talking to his representatives about a long-term contract, sticking him around longer. And anybody like, well, how are they going to work that out? Leave that up to Les, who just keeps on pushing forward, just turning pages and just dealing with current situations and then whatever he wants to talk about long-term. And if you're sitting there thinking, yeah, he doesn't have a long-term plan either, I mean, you got to check it out um, if you missed it, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. He walked us through about compensatory picks and how you could work that and then use the sixth rounder here and the fourth rounder there. It's an excellent uh, insight on what general managing is. Also, uh, we had Mark Sanchez on the program talking about all the news that's breaking with Odell Beckham, especially, and what's going on with him there in Cleveland and why it hasn't worked on the field. We just named our toughest player on planet Earth uh, with our friends at Gorilla Glue. It's Jarrett Patterson of Notre Dame. That award, as always, is brought to you by Gorilla Glue. Makers of high-quality adhesives and tapes, much like the players this award recognizes, Gorilla brings toughness and strength to even the most difficult household projects and repairs. Gorilla Glue for the toughest jobs on planet Earth. Joining us now here on the Rich Eisen Show, it's been a while since we've had this man on. He is uh, a pro football Hall of Famer and is joining us uh, on behalf of the nonprofit Los Angeles Tourism and Convention Board promote uh, Los Angeles as a destination, just as he has learned, it uh, can be a, a pretty damn good one, not just for uh, football life, but the life after football life, a pro football Hall of Famer joining us on the Mercedes-Benz van phone line right now. Eric Dickerson, how you doing, AD? Hey, how you doing, man? Well, it's good to chat with you. 
It's been a while. Good talk to you too. I know it's been a, it's been a good while. <laughs> I it, think I forgot about it. It's this. no, I never, I will never ever do that. I will never ever do that. Uh, I'm just messing with you. How you doing? No, I know you tweeted at me the other day because we did a, a video about how uh, you're going to be talking about asterisks with Derrick Henry, and you laughed at me. And uh, now here we are. Derrick Henry looks like he's not even going to play another snap this season, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I, you know? I hate that. And somebody, you know, I just did an interview with a guy from. Um, Tennessee about Derrick Henry, you know, have come possibly having 2,000 yards, you know, breaking my record. And, I, you know, I, asked him, I told him, I said, look, I don't think anyone would really wants their record broke, but I said, if, if a guy's going to break it, he'd be the guy to break it. Right. You know, because, you know, he's big. I like big backs. He's a big back. He's physical. I mean, you know, people talk about the running back is obsolete in the National Football League these days. I don't believe it. If you have the right guy, you know, that's the guy you use. And, and I hate to see him get hurt. So, you know, I'd rather see him shatter that record and get hurt. I don't want to see any player ever get hurt because, you know, when you play that you play football, you know how you know how brutal that sport is. And now, uh, the guy who might be the one to replace him, Adrian Peterson, at age thirty-six. I mean, what do you think is going through his mind right now, Eric? <laughs> well, he ain't been hit in a while, so I don't think when they had that first hit, they'll be like, "Whoa!" But you might not say it, but you know, football is such a physical sport, and, and AP has been doing it for so long, and, and he's such a great player. Uh, hey, you know. You know, he, he, he gets get a chance to, like I said, to do it again, I guess. So did you ever get a call after you were done to say, do you want to keep running? Did you ever get any of those? After no, I couldn't, I, I couldn't, Rich, because I had I had a neck injury. Uh, I couldn't play again. Matter of fact, uh, when I when I saw the doctor, uh, you know, the doctor, not, not with the football team, outside the football team, gave me the real real diagnosis. He said, he said that, you know, if you if you keep playing football, he said one or two things going to happen. He said, you're going to be paralyzed from the neck down or you're going down the field. And that was it. I mean, I was I was done. I couldn't I could play again. Wow. That's what they yeah, told you. That's what he told me. That's, that's, what, that's, what the, that's what the doctor told me. You know, the teams don't tell you that, but the doctor told you. Yeah, but Dr. Dr. Watkins, you know, and I really appreciate Dr. Watkins being honest with me about that. Well, I mean, he's a guy that would know. I mean, he's yep, – he, he would know, right. Well, that's who, he would know. That's who Peyton Manning saw for his neck, you know. Yep. I mean, like he's as, he's as preeminent as they possibly can get. But you never even got – Somebody even just kicking the tire saying, I know that you retired for a neck injury, but I'm just calling to make sure. You never even got the calling to make sure. Uh, you know, you know, Richard, you know, for me, I was really down with it. I really was. I mean, I just, you know, as much as I love football when I first played it, I mean, the sport that I grew up loving, you know, at the end, man, I just, they, they made me despise the sport that I love so much. You know, I talk about that in my book that I have coming out. And, you know, I loved football. I loved everything. I, I, when I would come out in the, in the, you know, close to football season, I could smell it in the air. It was a smell that you could just smell it. Oh, yes, it's football time. You know, I don't smell it anymore because I don't have just played in so many years. But, you know, the sad thing is that, like I said, a sport that I just loved so much, adored so much at the end, it was like I'm just so done with this crap. Just the, the pain and the suffering is what we're talking about? The pain, about? the suffering, you know, the politics that goes along with it, you know, the, you know, the, the sometimes the, the jealousies being on, on football teams. I won't forget when I was with the, uh, when I was the Rams, we were such a close-knit football team. Mm -hmm. I mean, close-knit team. And when I got to the Colts, it wasn't the same. I mean, I, that was the first time I'd seen jealousy on the team. Like, players jealous of each other. Not just me, but any other players. Your name is in the paper, your money you make. And that's, that's, that's disheartening for me because I think when you play a sport like football, you play it because you love it, but you play it, you know, to get paid also, but you play it because you love it. And you want to you wanna play well, you want to do well, you want your team to do well, but it just, just it was not like that in Indianapolis at that, that time. Wow. Eric Dickerson here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. 
Um, now the Rams uh, are going to be the first up to take on the Titans without Derrick Henry, and they've got Von Miller there. How do you think he um, he's going to – I mean, we, we all can sense what he can do, and we all know that just by its own sense – it makes no sense that he's going to be allowed to rush a quarterback with Aaron Donald (laughs) at at Leonard Floyd. Right. I mean, but that's just, I I can hear you laughing about it too, because that's what I did the other day. It's just, you can't help but laugh unless of course you're a quarterback. Right. I I mean, I was like, because I knew when they, they let Kenny Young go, I'm like, okay, something's up. Cause he was playing well for us. I'm like, something's up. I know they want Ernest Jones to play uh, the young linebacker, I think South Carolina, they want him to play. But I just say something's up with that. And they would say they would freed up some money. And, uh, you know, we made that trade. I'm like, wow. I mean, I feel like that is a – I think it's a great deal. I really do. I mean, I know he's, what, 32 years old. But I still know he can, he can still play. Uh, it gives Aaron Down something to work with. It gives him something to work with that, you know, he doesn't have to be the guy. Like, like when you're the guy all the time and, you know, they, they, they game plan for you, now they just can't game plan for him. So I think it's, I think it's going to be, be, be great for him. And, and and also uh, the the Los Angeles Rams. Well, so who do you think is the best team in the NFC? I mean, I know you're 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 locked in on the Rams, and you're locked in and watching everything else going on in that division. You saw what happened with Arizona against them, and obviously with Aaron Rodgers healthy uh, and under center or in shotgun for Green Bay, you saw what they did to the team that beat the Rams. What do you think? You know, you can't say. I mean, for me, I don't say who's the, who's the team. I think who's the hottest team. You know, you got a couple of teams that are really hot right now. You got the, the, the Packers, the Green Bay Packers are really hot. I know Aaron Rodgers is not playing this week because of COVID protocol. Uh, you've got the Arizona Cardinals, which I'm really shocked about, you know, because they are Arizona. You know, I tease my friend Roy Green. I say, y'all Arizona, y'all can't beat nobody. But, you know, I got to give them credit. They're playing great football. And then you have the Rams that are playing very good football and, you know, making this trade. And also just, you know, the, the offenses seem to be coming around and clicking with, with Matthew Stafford. Um you know, then you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, it's just so many teams. It's like, who's hot that day? You know, sometimes the best team doesn't always win the game. Mm. Sometimes they do. You know, it depends on the turnover situation. And also, you know, I always go back to injuries. Injuries are always a big part of, of any sport. You know, if it's football, basketball, baseball, you know, how, how the injuries play out. So, right now, I can't say who's the hottest, but I think those teams I just mentioned in the NFC are the, pretty much the best football teams. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, you're, you're calling in as part of the uh... – L.A. Tourism, that that stadium the Rams and Chargers play in is incredible. It's definitely something about when I say that people come here to Los Angeles, you got to get off the plane, you got to go see it somehow, some way. Oh, that stadium man, is unbelievable. I, I'm telling you, Rich, you, you have to see that stadium. I mean, I went to see it when they were building it, and you really couldn't get a feel for it. You know, it was almost like a skeleton. You're like, eh, you know, it, it looks cool, but, right. you know, you're just not sure. And, I mean, I think everyone was, was I mean, my, even myself was comparing it to Jerry's World, you know, in Dallas, Texas, their stadium. And that's a beautiful stadium to have in Dallas because, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's Jerry Jones. But when you see the stadium here in Los Angeles, it's second to none. I mean, it's nothing like it. I mean, it is just like – when you walk in, I guarantee people will go, wow. You just go, wow, man. It is massive. Uh, it's a beautiful stadium. You know, we have you – know, you know, we got the Super Bowl here this year. We've got the Olympics coming up. It's just so much, you know, that stadium can, can do. And, you know, they have, they have a, uh, I think, a 6,000-seat amphitheater. They do concerts out by a pond. So – you know, it's nothing like that stadium. Right. And then, uh, I mean, <laughs> what do you think of when you when you walk into SoFi and the Rams fans are in there and it's so damn loud? It literally is the loudest stadium in the NFL. And I've been in all of them. And I, and I say this with the ultimate of respect 
to Seattle fans and Arrowhead fans. I mean, it's like a rock concert. My ears are ringing after I come home from a game at SoFi Stadium. Like when you're when you're you know back in the day, it, this is the greatest home field advantage the Rams have ever had in Los Angeles. That's for damn ever, sure. Ever right? had? What you would know, you have I, done I with that crowd noise? Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? It's like, <laughs> man, I would have loved to play that stadium that did. Being a young Eric Dickerson, oh, yeah. you're coming on the field with the with the the the, 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 the fans shouting your name and screaming for you. You're right. I think it is the loudest, if not the like one of the loudest stadiums in the National Football League. Yeah, it is. Uh, people always talk about the fans of LA. Ah, uh, you know the fans. And I did not get man. We got great fans here. I mean, it's like anything. You want your team to win, and man, with, they're they're excited about football. I think not just football, but sports in general here in LA. You got the Dodgers, you got the Lakers. You know, you got the Rams. You got the you got the LA Chargers. So, you know, this is a great time, you know, for LA sports right now. Okay, yeah, and exact. You've got uh, the college football playoff, national championship. You got the U.S. Right. Open, the Major League Baseball All Star Games coming. Of course, the Summer Olympic uh, and the uh, Paralympic Games in 2028. You got the Rose Bowl sitting out here too. The LA Coliseum still home to the USC. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Um, before I let you go, Eric, I'm going to ask you the question. I'm going to put you directly on the spot, and I, I really need okay. an answer to this question. Okay, okay. Uh, you, need, you need an answer for it? That's my wind-up. This is my wind-up. Okay. We don't have to. We don't have to. With Derrick Henry now, unfortunately, out for the season, this is not you know going to happen this year. Um, but one day, if somebody comes up with yard number 2,106 in an NFL regular season, and it happens in their 17th regular season game, should that mark have an asterisk next to it, Eric Dickerson? No, absolutely not. No, it should not. Because uh, I always say this, OJ did it in 14 games. I did it in 15 with one extra game to go. So, no, it should not. Uh, look, to get 2,000 yards is an incredible feat. It's very hard. I came close three other times and couldn't, could not get there. So, for sure not. Uh, and and I, I, don't, I would never say that. I mean, you know me, I'm honest. I just call yes, it like I see it. I know. Do, I want someone to break, do I want someone to break my record? Uh, hell no. <laughs> but if they break it, they break it. But no, if, if, it, if they do it in 17 games, so be it. They did in 17 games. So if it was 20 games, it'd be a little different. Okay, okay. <laughs> so there is a line. There is a line. There, but there is a, there is a line. There is a line. There is a line. But this extra regular season game, folks shouldn't know. Oh, you know, uh, I did it. So you did it in 15. So there should be an asterisk if it's done in 16. Right. Exactly. Exactly. My <laughs> name. My name also. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, Richard. Let me tell you this. the record that I've always said that's gonna last the longest is is my rookie rushing record. 1,808 yards as a rookie, 20 touchdowns. It's gonna be hard for any rookie to do that because you can know what thing. You get one shot at it. One shot that's it man that was that's those are ridiculous numbers Eric those are and 20 touchdowns on top of it and 20 and 20 touchdowns so uh outside of Derrick Henry now again that he is he is hurt um the best running back in the NFL is who for you man I would I I, mean I I believe that I'd have to I'd have to say Zeke I mean, really, I, I, I think I think it's Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, I, I mean, I know they haven't played well in the last couple. You know, I think it's all him. It's the Cowboys' offensive line injuries and everything else. Right. But I mean, you'd have to go to Zeke. I mean, um, uh, what's I can't think of young kids in in, in uh, New York. He's been hurt so. Saquon much. has now got COVID Saquon too. Barkley. I know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're talking about a kid to me, and I said this when they drafted him. Mm-hmm. I said I feel bad for him because he's such a great player. So much talent, I say, but he'll they'll never see his talent because he's in New York, and it's showing just what I said. And I and I, you hate to see that for a player, but I think that if it's a guy that could do it, 
it would be him, but he'll he'll never get the chance because he's on that bad football team. So it's it's not a New York thing; it's just the Giants in their line, is what you're saying. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, just, that's what it is. It's just it's just it's, you know no no help. I mean, let me tell you something: playing, being a running back, it's no fun walking to the line of scrimmage and seeing an eight man front. Trust me, it's no fun. Yeah, and you're just sitting there going, "Oh man!" Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Oh my god! What'd you yeah. see that about? You you saw that what? Thirty oh, percent of the time. I, I saw that so much, man. I, I won't forget we played the Chicago Bears in the NFC Championship game. Oh. I told him, I said, I think the referee is up. I think he's trying to make tackles too. He's up by the line of scrimmage. <laughs> so that was that NFC Championship. That's right. Okay, so you're you're there in that Singletary, right? That, that that's right. the team you were going against. Right. Come on. Yeah, and th- think about that. I mean, they. And my, my friend Richard Dent, he told me, he said, Eric, he said, let me tell you what the game plan was. Don't let 29 beat us. He said, we, he said, we had everybody at the line of scrimmage. I mean, the safeties were right behind the linebackers. You're like, they were like, we weren't there. We're not worried about y'all passing the ball. <laughs> so that, that was frustrating. It was, it was the, the 46 defense, it was really 46 people. It wasn't. It was <laughs> so they looked like, I'm telling you, when I say the referee was right there with the safeties, I'm like, is he, is he making tackles too? <laughs> Eric, let's do this more often. I really love chatting with you. Um, and we're local, just like you obviously are um, with the uh, with with the committee um, here for Los Angeles. And um, and I appreciate it. Thank you for the time no here today. Hey, thank, thank you for having me. You bet. It. That's uh, the okay, pro right. football. You bet. That's the pro football Hall of Famer, Eric Dickerson, on behalf of the Los Angeles Tourism and Convention Board right here in L.A. Dude. Grown ass man, I love these conversations at the Hall of Fame too. What he's saying, the dense telling him that this is what our this is what our our game plan was. I I can with what ninety nine percent certainty tell you that conversation occurred at a Hall of Fame, right? Oh, for like they're sure. sitting there in it, that hallway. Let me tell you something. Drink Here's what the game plan was. Yeah. We were yeah. not letting twenty nine beat us. Right. The cold and lamb and uh, in in Soldier Field. Oh man, that's awesome. I love stuff like that. I just love when we got that chance to go there and watch those guys walk around in those jackets. I mean, obviously you guys went there before I came along, and you were telling me about it. But until you're actually there yeah. and you're standing in the hallway, and yeah. your childhood heroes yeah. are walking by you, going to the bathroom and walking back and just like high fiving each other, and it's just like you just sit back and go, "Wow, man, this right. is this is incredible." Hmm. So let's take a break. Uh, Matt LaFleur, we have portions of his press conference today. Um, it, it, uh, it is, uh, it's an interesting week for Matt with uh, Jordan Love now starting and Aaron Rodgers being out and him being the face front representative of the team and being asked about the vaccination status of uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. That's coming up next here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. What's happening? <laughs> what a day. There's too much, too much going on. What is happening with Odell Beckham Jr. in Cleveland? Well, it sounds like he's ATC at the moment. Well, he's, well that's what he is. And so, uh, and so, but Mike Silver is saying that, that Stefanski told the, the team that he's off the team effectively. He's basically not on the team. And being right told now, to stay yeah. home. Yes. But all coaches and players say that he has been nothing more than professional about everything and uh-huh. is 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 not like he's not doing any sit ups on his front lawn. That is obviously the <laughs> right. That is the benchmark by which all wide receivers being told to stay home mm-hmm. are measured by. Mm-hmm. Like there's no there's no T.O. moment with the cameras there. That was I'm telling you. I will never forget that day. Can you look up the actual date it was? Uh, sure. We were on Total Access getting ready to do the show, and it was, we were live. I think we went live, and we didn't have much live capacity back in the day for NFL Network. Like, let's just go live, throw it out there. Andy Reid told him, go home. It was training camp. I think it was August. Had to be an August day when he, when he, when he, when he went and he did sit-ups on his, on his, uh, in his driveway, I think in New Jersey. Yeah, in, August in, 10th, 2005. Yeah, man. One of our first training camps it was our second training camp. 2004 was our first full season on the air. So Andy Reid uh, suspended T.O. for a week Told af- go home. after they got into a shouting match yep. at training camp. Go home, he said. And then uh, he was living in New Jersey at the time. Yep. And he answered a series of questions. Yep. Uh, shirtless doing sit-ups. Yep. Just shirtless. Just He's a shirt off. He's a shirt off. Well, he's a shirt off guy. Yeah, he should sure. never wear a shirt. I, I mean, why not? Remember, he came here, he took his shirt off to put something else on. Yeah. And he, his, had he, was, sleeve, he, he had a sleeveless hoodie. Yeah, sleeveless hoodie. Yeah. I know. It was, it was part of his like, uh, um, fashion collection. By the way, me and T.O. Got it. Same person. You guys are built similarly. And I'll just <laughs> never forget. It's like, you know, uh, Andy Reid sent T.O. home. It's like, uh-oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Was that the beginning of the end? In Philadelphia? It had to have been, right? Well, they went to the Super Bowl in 2004 calendar year, 2004 season, 2005 calendar year. And that was when, again, and that was our first Pro Bowl that we did in 2005, I think was our first one. Can't figure it out. but He only played seven games for the Eagles. Our, our first Super Bowl we covered was uh, Patriots-Panthers on NFL Network. And Brady versus Delhomme. Brady's second Super Bowl win. Two for two in Super Bowls, TB12. And then that was in 2004 calendar year, 2003 season. And then the 2004 season, 2005 calendar year, was TB12 winning it back-to-back, which still stands today as the last back-to-back Super Bowl winners we have seen. And we flew off from there, from Jacksonville, all the way to Hawaii. An NFL Network crew. I remember we we had it was we went from Jacksonville to Atlanta, and then from Atlanta to Denver, and then Denver to Hawaii. We took three flights. 
Schefter showed up like uh, almost famous. He had like these sunglasses on <laughs> and we were all poking fun of him because he doesn't drink. And we we're like, did you, you're hungover or whatever. And, and we just, uh, we flew all the way out there and, and T.O. and, and Donovan McNabb flew out the next day. And we had them scheduled to be interviewed together because right. they were pro bowlers together. We had uh, multiple set positions at the hotel where the players stayed, including one on the beach in Hawaii, right there. We had a beach set. And I remember Susie was so upset with me because I didn't get a pedicure beforehand and my, my feet were going to be seen on television. She's like, what's your problem? Those toes are disgusting. I, rem I remember all this stuff. <laughs> so we're sitting there. I'm sitting there at the set position in a Hawaiian shirt and shorts waiting for T.O. and McNabb to show up together. And we were then told they're not going to speak together. Why not? They don't want to. And I found out that T.O. on a radio interview subsequent to the Super Bowl, let it be known that McNabb, you know, vomited in the huddle. And because everybody I said on, on planet Earth saw that when the game was on the line and kind of let it be known that McNabb wasn't up to the moment. When T.O. with his, you know, pins in his ankle and everything – had one of the greatest games in the history of the game uh, uh, yeah. uh, of the sport at, at wide receiver. He was awesome, and that's when we first got a whiff that T.O. and McNabb were not like you know on the same page at all. I interviewed them both separately. They refused to be interviewed together because we thought, okay, we got the quarterback and wide receiver just for playing the Super Bowl. That was the first indication. Then the summer. Then the summer. When he's sitting up on the lawn and doing the sit-ups and all that. And Odell's at home. He's not doing this stuff. And I don't know what's going on. I don't know what is happening. Are they upset about his dad posting that video? Again, I was told that was not at Odell's request. And as you know, dads can go off the reservation. Tom's did. Yep. This 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 year when Brady was talking, Tom Sr. was talking about going back to New England and Tom Brady even had some fun at his father's expense and also did say hey this is what fathers do fathers cape for their boys and their kids and their daughters that's what we do is dad that's how I have this sign right here best dad ever <laughs> so I, I hope the Browns are not holding you know this video over Beckham I, but this would certainly on sports TV we abhor a vacuum and this is what we then spill into it with all sorts of conversation this is when athletes get upset because we're talking into a microphone and they're like you don't know what the hell you're talking about well in this case we don't know what to talk about now, the fact that he's home and last year the browns went on a run without him and i was thinking this is ridiculous that they're better off without him i mean this guy's a terrific player he comes back this year and he's not well enough to start the season and i i can't evaluate him i can't evaluate this situation at all so, what is up with Odell? Great question. Great question. And if it is something like that, I, I don't know. Can they, can, they, can they release him and say, just don't show up in division? <laughs> he would have to clear waivers first. I know that. Yeah. 
I mean, should we call Zagor again? But tomorrow? nobody's picking him up. On no, waivers. not for eight million. No, bucks no shot. The the year, yeah. No and, shot. And two more years. Which after. is why they couldn't trade him. It's like that contract's going to have to be over, and we're not trading him for even a seventh. We're not going to do that because we know we know we can get him on waivers. Or Browns, no, I mean we can know we can get him once he clears waivers. They're just going to burn a roster spot just so he doesn't go to the Ravens or the Steelers or whoever. Great question. Chiefs. But one thing that is not happening is, according to Silver, we're not hearing it and seeing it, is Odell's not, you know, pounding the table here and doing stuff like a sitting up on the on a push-ups on his front yeah, lawn. he's not doing an no. NFL equivalent of James Harden. No. Jeez. Yikes. Matt LaFleur woke up today, going to have a great birthday. 42 years of age today, huh? Today is his birthday. Today is your birthday, Matt LaFleur. Yeah. And then he got the football, uh, the uh, football gods gave him his birthday punches. Again, Aaron Rodgers has COVID-19. I sure hope he is okay. I've had it and I was vaccinated and it sucked. It was terrible. It was three, four days. And the thing that, I mean, again, the thing that gets you is just the unknown. You have no idea what direction it's going to go in. You have no idea. Healthy people have suddenly had their lives destroyed. Healthy people suddenly wind up in a hospital. No idea. Certainly if you're unvaccinated, you are way, way more vulnerable to the effects of this virus. I hope, Aaron Rodgers, you are okay. But Aaron Rodgers was asked... As many players were, certainly when they're as famous and as important as the reigning MVP, he was asked during the summer, are you vaccinated? His answer was, yes, I'm immunized. Now we find out, again, that he is not vaccinated. Um, and as Ian Rappaport mentioned earlier in the in the show, NFL and, and, and the Packers know it. And that means you, you know, if you see a player at a press conference with a mask, that means they're not vaccinated. That's the clear indication. But some of some of them aren't doing it. So that's the conversation about, well, has he broken protocol in the meantime? And then there's the football aspect of this weekend. It's Jordan Love getting his first career start against Patrick Mahomes. You brought it up in hour number one, Chris, that um, I was there that night in Texas yeah. Stadium when Favre versus Romo it was a huge night. Uh, one team was undefeated. Uh, the other team had one loss. Romo grew up loving Favre, had Favre posters on his wall, and we were playing that up like crazy, and then Favre gets hurt. Like the Iron Man gets hurt. And then 12 comes off the bench, and we're like, whoa, he can play. What if Jordan Love has that whoa moment? I already said in the earlier on, we're not taking that cheese. Aaron Rodgers is still... First ballot Hall of Famer playing at the top of his game, and we hope that COVID does not affect him in a way where he's no longer at the top of his game, certainly for this year, heaven forbid, for even longer. That's a pro football Hall of Famer, and still, I'm not taking that cheese. There's a window of opportunity right now for them to win for a long time to come, but things change in the NFL, and they can change just like that. Mm -hmm. Just like today, when Matt LaFleur woke up for his 42nd birthday, and now he's actually feeling like he's turning 62. (laughs) Felt like he's aged 20 years, not just one year. So the 42-year-old Matt LaFleur was asked about all of what I've just set up today. How does this play out for you today? How do you, or yesterday, when did you find out that he was going on the COVID-19 list? And when did you start looking all the way and figuring out 
what you have to do to win this week's game? Uh, yeah, that happened about, I want to say, 8.30 or so, <laughs> right before we went into meetings. So, um, you know, it's just, it's like anything else. You've you got to make adjustments, and it's no different than in a game when we're, we're playing Arizona and you're, you lose a guy like Bobby. You've got to make adjustments. And so it's just it, the way I look at it is it's another opportunity for somebody else to, to showcase what they can do. I, I do think that our team will rally around Jordan and we'll give it our best effort. I, I have a lot of confidence in our process and, and how we operate around here in terms of just the guys putting in the work, the preparation to go down there and, and play our best football game. Aaron himself dressed it in August when he was asked about that nation status and said, Oh, yeah, I've been immunized. Do you feel like a bull like that might be seen as misleading to fans? It's a great question for Aaron. I'm not going to comment on it. Okay. So um, go ahead, hit, hit hit the drop if you don't mind, um, Mr. Feller, right there. What were they really thinking? Okay, here's what I think uh, Matt LaFleur was really thinking. And by the way, I think Bobby refers to the tight end, big Bobby Tunyon. Right. who had his knee blown out in the middle of that Arizona win. Now I'll take on the role of Matt LaFleur, which I'll love to do because his hair is terrific and he's a very, <laughs> uh, very, very young, Handsome 42. Yeah. No question about it. Normally coaches, you know, they, they can wear that 42 like it's 62. And <laughs> uh, At any rate, um, so how do you think it's going to affect us? Um, I know this opens the door to this whole Jordan Love nonsense that created uh, one, of, one of the craziest off-seasons of my life I'm ever going to have. I know that opens the door. But guess what? I'm trying to win football games right now. And guess what? What did we just do last week in Arizona? I know I'm just mentioning Bobby Tanya, but I'd like to mention uh, Devontae Adams wasn't there. Alan Lazard wasn't there. Do I want all these guys to take the shot? Of course I do. I want to control what I can control. And I- I'd love to be able to control this situation just by them taking a shot. Assuming that's what NFL coaches all feel, so that's why I'm ascribing it to Matt LaFleur. But did you see what we just did? I didn't have my defensive coordinator. I didn't have my top three wide receivers. I didn't even have my tight end in all this. And guess what we did? We spanked on a short week the lone remaining undefeated team shorted. We got a nice break at the end. Yeah, guess what we did? We coached up Rasul Douglas to, to, to make moments like that. We're good. We're good. This sucks, and don't 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 ask me any more questions about what Aaron Rodgers says and does. I had a whole damn off season of this. It's a good question for him. Now you're going to make it seem like I'm putting something on his plate. Guess what? He's a big boy. He put it on his plate himself with that answer this August. I love the guy. I want to go in a battle with the guy. I'm going to miss the guy this week. I'd love to be hooked up to this guy's hip for as long as he wants to actually play before you know he turns old enough to have hip problems himself. That's what he's really thinking. Matt LaFleur. At least my two cents on what he's really thinking. Yeah, I'd imagine there's some expletives in there. Dude, this guy, I I mentioned it before. Coaches have to deal with all sorts of stuff. Sean Payton, your coach of the year candidate over there, bud. Um, TJ Jefferson. Sean Payton's coach of the year candidacy right now. You know, Hurricane... Jameis, Taysom decision. Jameis, now there's no Jameis. Now it's Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill decision. Then Michael Thomas, 
isn't available to us about what happened in the summer with his injury and whatever miscommunication there was, how to put that back together. Now he's out for good. And yet all he's got to do is beat Atlanta this week, and then he's in first place through eight games. Yep. And, you know, all sorts of – you want to talk about John Harbaugh's injury scenario and all that business? How about the Green Bay Packers, man? How about all of what happened in the offseason? How about all that put back together? And the fact is, we can't sit here and say Jordan Love isn't ready for the moment just yet. What if they win that game and win eight in a row after dropping that season opener, which is another thing that LaFleur had to deal with. Nobody talks about this guy's coach of the year because they figure it's Aaron Rodgers. 33 and 7, right? Mm -hmm. In his first 40? Yep. Okay. And hey, in the same way that you need to have your quarterback situation settled, handled, however you want to see fit. As you know, I have a problem with the way the Packers have handled their backup quarterback situation because it is the thing that provoked their quarterback who's going to the Hall of Fame. But this is why you got to have a guy to back up Aaron Rodgers. That's always been the problem when Rodgers has been out with this Green Bay team. Rodgers out, team down the tubes fast. Now, Jordan Love, guess what he's got to do? The role that Jordan Love has always been placed in, ascribed to him, is future savior of the franchise. Come a heck or a high water, they're turning to him regardless of how well Aaron Rodgers is playing. Well, now guess what? It's now the role of backup quarterback to keep things full speed ahead. Cooper Rush did it. My guy Mike White did it. Yes, he did. Trevor Simeon did it. Geno Smith finally got around to doing it. Just in time for Seattle to hit their bye. Case Keenum did it. Case Keenum. He's first to do it this year, actually. Here we go. Davis, not Jordan Love to do it. Davis Mills won the Davis game, right? Mills. Davis Mills. Davis Mills did not win a game. He did not win a game. Uh, it's a good, it, uh, it's oh, good the, to get mentioned his name. Tyrod won that. Tyrod did it. Yeah, week one. Week one. Who else? That's about it. Been out there in terms of backups. Trey Lance, I guess. Hey, Brockman, I got a he question. He started one. Hey, TJ. But it's time for, it's just before you go out there, just to put a button on mm-hmm. it. It's time for um, Jordan Love is... We, I don't think we ever saw this. You know, he's got to do what Deshaun Kaiser couldn't do, right? Kaiser. Right. Kaiser. What uh, Hunley, Brett Hunley couldn't Brett do. Brett Hunley, yeah. Out of UCLA. Well, I got some stars, Which is though, keep right? things on the straight and narrow once Aaron goes down. Mm-hmm. Now he's down. And we're hoping it's just one game. I'm telling you, this virus is friggin' awful. Certainly to the unvaccinated. So yeah, Brett Hunley went three and six in 2017 filling in for us. Here we go, man. It's time. Jordan's got to get into it now at Kansas City. Oh boy. Not oh boy. This is the team you want to face. Yeah. Disagree. Everybody loves Carpen on the Kansas City defense. Looked pretty darn good to me on Monday they night. Played oh, the Giants, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> got they it. They played the Giants. Got it. Got it. Got it. 
Let's take a break. Uh, then you can hit up Brockman. And I know I saw it on your face. Anytime, <laughs> anytime I mention oh. Mike White, anytime Mike oh. White gets mentioned, it, you light up. I'm I'm happy for you. No, you're can not. Can I be happy for my friend? Okay, let's yes, take a TJ, break. Yes, you can. All right. Thank you, All right. Very good. Very, very good. <laughs> Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, what a show. Eric Dickerson and also uh, Mark Sanchez and Les Snead and Ian Rappaport. Tyree Skipson's on tomorrow's show. He's going to be on today, but we're like, hey, let's do this tomorrow because yeah, we got all sorts of so stuff. Much happening. Right? Um, so, Real quick, Rich, about yes. the uh, point about the uh, college football playoff yes. rankings. This is the first rankings that have come out, and I think the history of these have taught us anything that – Generally speaking, the final list does not look anything like the first list. So to kind of get bent out of shape about, oh, Cincinnati's too low and, and you know, Oregon's too high or, you know, why is Alabama too, like, it's going to work itself out here in the next month. No, I so know that. This not, is, let's not get too oh, bent. Oh, these things know, are all about, about, it's, about it's, all, it's, yeah. it's like a preseason ranking too. Yeah. Like, this is just... The first one. This exactly. is just the first kind of... Things are going to shake we out. We know that Georgia's won, and then after that, it's just kind of, all right, let's see how it shakes out. Look, but put it back up one more time, if you don't mind. The fact that Georgia's won makes sense. Alabama is sitting there so they don't have to leapfrog a whole bunch of people if they beat Georgia, let's be honest. And if they lose, they're out. Right. I right? Think, I think so, and Michigan fair, State yeah. is absolutely appropriately ranked because they are undefeated in the Big Ten. Right. They just won a top ten battle against their blood sport rival. They absolutely deserve to be three. I mean, Oregon has to be over Ohio State, but I, 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 I don't know what – I'd put Cincinnati for. They're undefeated. They've beaten they, – they beat Notre Dame in Notre Dame. They've done everything that's been asked of them. And just because what? They're Cincinnati? I mean, if you want a super uh, gripe, I mean, I mean, I think Michigan State might have the biggest beef. The Big Ten's the best conference this so year. So put them two? And they should be two, yeah. But – Georgia's going to end up playing Alabama and knock one of them below them. So if they keep on winning, they're going to be two. And it doesn't matter. It's not like they cost them a home game. They're just going to be two. It's, they'll yeah. be, they'll well, be the best of the three anyway. Well, whoever they're playing, yeah. You know what I mean? Just saying. But it is food for thought. Oklahoma fans might have a gripe. But, you know, they They've haven't. played way too many close, close games I'm against saying, teams where the game shouldn't be close. So Okay, good chat. Good college football chat. <laughs> We're watching. Good college yeah. football chat. We're watching. Hey guys, did you guys know that Micah Parsons, the guy who I predicted the yeah. Cowboys would draft before this year's draft, was named Defense, NFC Defensive Player, player of, the of the Week? He's yeah. so good. He's amazing. He's so good. He's he so is good. so so good. good and your ball, Cowboys man. are so good. They're good, man. Good at the football. We're, we're, we're on to that. Denver, Rich. We're I, on to Denver. I know that yeah. without Von yeah. Miller, perfect timing, <laughs> and without Garrett Bowles, the uh, lineman, oh, I, I believe he gosh. is out as well. And, yeah. I, think, and I think Noah Fant tested positive. Actually, oh, I'm so sorry to hear this, boy. What the hell's going on? He is vaccinated, but he tested. I believe the same thing with Tobias Harris of the Sixers. So why is out? And oh. Chris Middleton. Yeah, Chris too. Middleton. Yeah. Right, isn't? And Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Did I see Laurie Markkinen too? Did he go in also? Health and safety protocols going around right now. Oh my gosh! Get your booster if you can, people. So, um, 
TJ, why do you keep on <laughs> mentioning Mike White's name? Why is Mike White's name in your mouth so much lately? I, here's the deal, man. You're a Jets fan, and the Jets, yeah, look, I, I realize the Cowboys, we haven't really had a ton of success over the last few years, and but, you know, we're always in there and people talk about us, and the Jets, I feel like it just makes you angry. And so Why whenever, does it make me angry? Because you're a true Jets fan. They haven't been doing well, and I, I want to see you happy. So now that I see that you probably you're on the precipice of having that franchise quarterback that you wanted the first since Chad oh, Pennington, I'm excited for you. Wow. And I want you to be happy. And Brockman, I'm just wondering wow. about you. What are you more excited about as a Renaissance man? The Jordan Love era or the Mike White era uh, starting? I well, mean, we're in, a, we're in an incredible time here in the NFL guys, right now. as we know, Renaissance so. men don't wear shirts. So exactly. Why I, I, you I think when it all comes down to it, yes, Chris, the Jets are rivals of my team. I don't want them to be good, even though I want Rich to be happy. Yeah. It's but a you weird, know Mike White's going to be the man. It's a weird thing so. that I'm fighting on the inside. However, mm-hmm. just the, the whole Shakespearean uh, essence of it all, of Aaron Rodgers' career turning into Brett Favre's, and with Jordan Love. like When Jordan Love has 500 yards mm-hmm. in his first career start, that is going to be so incredible. This well, uh, he's just got to hit the benchmark of Mike White, who had 400 yards in his first career <laughs> Over start. Over under 404.5. You know, I'm just wondering. Miles. I'm just wondering if have you guys done talk, talking it out? Because no, 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 no. One more thing before you retort. Would it be so bad if Mike White was your guy? I mean, I realize you picked Zach Wilson, and I know what Would all it be goes so to- bad if Cooper Rush is your guy. If he wins <laughs> me a Super Bowl, no. Oh, it wouldn't be so bad. Wow. But we know that he's not going to be the man. Why not? But Mike White probably. See, let me, let me, well, let me. No, no, no. I need to have my time because the, the, the end of the show is is it's on three the horizon. Minutes. It's two minutes, Rich. No, no. I, I, I and remember this comes from a place of kindness, Rich. No, it does not. It does. It does not. How dare you? He can talk. He can talk. Brockman can talk. He's allowed to talk. Because Mac Jones is going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> no. Revoke it. Revoke his talking no, privileges no, no, right no, now. No, no, no. He can't because he has. The rings. Okay. But and Rich, the banners. You, sir. Fine. No one's been you, a bigger Dak no, fan than you, Rich. No. You love Dak Prescott. You've admitted it Chris Brockman, many times. You have the, so now you can't go excuse back. Excuse me. Excuse me. Rich I'll has, let you Rich, talk it Rich out. Has the, Rich has the conch right now. Rich has the conch. Can, excuse me, sir. You have the internet in front of you. I do. I, I do. Confirm. Can you look up which franchise in the National Football Team, uh, National Football League, has had a team in its conference championship game more recently. I admitted oh, that. Sure. I started. Uh, don't look it up. Okay. The New York Jets yeah. over the Cowboys. I said that. The oh. last time these two teams played each other. The Jets won. Which team has beaten the other more recently? With a quarterback coming off a of mono. The you Jets won. won that game. You have no legs to stand on. I do, Rich. None. I do. Because no, just because... Rich. Tom Landry wore the hat, and and Irv had the first down. How about them Cowboys? It is so long ago. Would you rather be a Cowboy fan or a Jet fan? I don't. I'm a Jet fan, and I'm proud of it. And you Mm -hmm. have no leg to stand on. I got two of them because I have have hours of footage of you praising Dak Prescott. This is great, and he's deserving of it. And Mike White's deserving of this, too. But you're sitting here thinking that the Jets... Finally go and get their franchise quarterback only to watch him being outperformed in the first career start by a guy who I've never heard of. Okay. It puts me in a bad position. And you know what? I told you it's great. 
we actually got this big W. Certainly after being boat raced 50 points by the New England Patriots, it's all well and good. And you want to try and make it difficult for me? And I say to you, your team has had zero appearances since 1995. Yeah, I know that. We say that every day that we're on the air. shown up by the host. Thank you. <laughs> Did I know? So you're trying to have fun <laughs> at my proven? expense, but take care of your own We're good. House. I'm saying I wanted you to feel happy, take care and, of and your you don't want my good wishes, so therefore I take no. them back. I hope he sucks. Right. How about that? Him. I don't no. want him. <laughs> I don't want him. Know what? Stop Mike White, throwing do your thing. stones in this Rich Eisen show glass house. Can't stop, won't the stop. the end of this program. <laughs> Thanks for taking it.